Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What to do, baby? Jeffrey Carroll holding it down for here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey. I'm going to get you caught up on the latest headlines. On this Thursday, I appreciate you joining us, however, and wherever you may be listening to us on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers at Kevin Gray Sports at Reg at a tool. If you want to get at us on Twitter coming up here in about 18 minutes or so, our list week 2023 roundup list week, baby. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of fun with this. Uh, I bro- hope that you have, too, because like legitimately we were trying to turn a thing that's kind of kind of negative into into a positive hopefully you enjoyed it well you know i heard from a three-time hall of famer that everybody loves lists i've heard that as well yes. and uh it's been fun going through some of the uh the lists as we get ready for uh football season less than two weeks away from training camp 2023 for your dallas cowboys it feels like the offseason has flown by rather quiet offseason for america's team not a bad thing. Um, and now we are just a mere, what, 12, 13 days away. I believe 13. Yeah, from the first day of camp. Camp beginning. And we are off and running on football season, which means football until February. I feel like we've got our listenership and we love you guys. Uh, always interacting with the program on the text line, 877-881-1053. This one from the 214. Doesn't the writer guild affect NFL pregame shows? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if there are like WGA writers in that instance, but maybe. Like I feel well, like a lot see, of that is I feel like a lot of that's producers and then just yeah. kind of the talent kind of speaking on experience. So I'm not sure if there's well these award shows, for example, you've seen have been affected by it because, I mean, the SB awards didn't have writers. The BET Awards didn't have any writers for its production mm-hmm. either. Um, in fact, the Writers Guild has actually been on strike for quite some time. Yeah, in fact, might. I don't think there were writers for the Oscars this year, if I remember correctly. So I think the Writers Guild strike has gone back as deep as the spring, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's been a month or two. Um, so, I think it's, I don't know. It's, time, this time is time has been weird lately. Flown by this year. Did they change time recently, Jeff? Do you know? Did they, did they make any adjustments to time? It's not been it's not been time in the same. Nothing. All right, fantastic. Time, Thank you. Time does what time wants it to do. Fair enough. The TVA for any MTU. All right. <laughs> Someone's got Disney Plus. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, for the nine four zero, we're never getting Stranger Things. Well, 
Don't y'all be waiting three years at a time anyway? <laughs> I am about to say, it's only comes- I thought y'all was used to this. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at your, you know, clearly this person loves Stranger Things, but, I mean, you got some, you got some money to throw at the uh, at the Writers Guild and the... Uh- also, it's not just about money. It's, <laughs> like, obviously, like, the ways in which the rules, the rules that the, you know, the industry is going to going to uh operate by you know mm-hmm. how how royalties are distributed you know what the proper workplace is like how artificial intelligence is going to factor in how like likeness rights are going to going to work it's it's some uh real large things that are having to be contended with and i imagine that because it's you know large and really um foundational that it's going to be that much more difficult to come to terms that every everybody feels comfortable on <laughs> nine four zero is like i got three dollars all right uh, and yes, we did detail A one seven the actors from the Oppenheimer movie walking out on the premiere in the in the UK earlier today. Uh, that's how we kick off your headlines here on this Thursday night here on the Get Right, and I start in in Illinois because hey man, what's going on in Northwestern? They just fired Pat Fitzgerald. For, I mean, basically, not. I don't think that the specific terms were lack of institutional control, but basically for that, right? That's what it is. And now, the same university has now fired their baseball coach, Jim Foster, after bullying out allegations. This coming from Adam Rittenberg of ESPN. Northwestern fired baseball coach Jim Foster today, the school announced. Foster's dismissal came after allegations of bullying in a toxic environment within the program. Um, athletic director Derek Gregg in a statement saying in part, quote, nothing will ever be more important to Northwestern than providing its students a place that allows them to develop in the classroom, in the community, and in competition at the absolute highest level and building a culture which allows our staff to thrive. Quote, there has been an ongoing situation and many factors were considered before reaching this resolution. As the director of athletics, I take ownership of our head coaching hires and we will share our next steps as they unfold, end quote. To which I say, uh, Mr. Gregg, I don't know if you'll be a part of that at this point because I don't know how he would survive what has been in the last several days now, two head coaching firings for serious allegations and in one case, in Pat Fitzgerald's case, uh, confirmed reports of nefarious behavior uh, at the football program. So I don't know how Garrett Gregg survives. He was hired. Uh, he hired Foster back in June of 2022, uh, and he informed the players of the coach's firing today. That's something that uh, the president and board of regents are going to have to consider uh, concern themselves with, and they, definitely because, I mean, the president has not, you know, covered himself in glory with uh particularly with the Pat Fitzgerald situation himself. Uh but nah this this kind of feels like ooh, let's go ahead and make sure that all our ducks are in a row just before someone comes knocking. Especially when you know that the 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 local newspaper, the student newspaper, they they'll write about it if you if you're not on your P's and Q's. So um this this is this is the benefit of like the shame that that come that comes from like the exposing of misdeeds and that's the benefit of the uh that that accountability is that Knowing that the accountability is there sometimes forces folks to go and do right ahead of that accountability actually having to come down. 
listen to this. Radio station 670, The Score in Chicago, reported that Foster discouraged players from seeking medical attention for injuries and that players hid their injuries from him. Can't be that. The station also reported that Northwestern coaches and other staff members attempted to meet with Greg but were denied an opportunity to do so. Apparently, sources tell ESPN that Foster likely would have been fired earlier, but Northwestern's legal and human resources departments were focused on Monday's firing. Oh, okay. They was like, we're busy. We'll get back to you. Okay. I Pat thought, Fitzgerald. I thought what you were saying is that he was dodging the pink slip. Like, you remember when Shaq was dodging the the, the papers <laughs> that was being served to you're him? You're not going to get me. He's like, you're not. You're not going to sue me. No, I'm not going to be served. No. Uh, he, he got was, the papers, though. How long do you think you could dodge a pink slip? <laughs> not that long. Not that long at all. Um, so, yeah, really just, for lack of a better word, wild times right now at Northwestern. For sure. Um, how many people still call it the pink slip? Because it, it's fun for me to say it, but, like, I don't know that anybody actually receives a pink slip anymore like is that just like an old term i think that's just you know that old term yeah because i getting fired i heard a pastor say it this week and i was like okay so it's not just me but like i don't think that <laughs> but the pastor was a little older no shade <laughs> and i was just like am I, have i just been saying old people stuff which is fine i'm 100 okay with that i just wanted to make sure i think that's one of those old sayings that will stand the test of time because everybody would know what you're talking about mm-hmm. in that particular case so i think you'll be okay with sticking with you know pink slip if that was your choice of yes as long as people understand it because if people are like what do you mean they gave him a pink slip that doesn't make like what what is that what's the pertinence there i'm like okay you know fired there right like Uh, i guess i guess the new iteration is like his car stopped working but that's not as mm, yeah you got jamal adams clean out his office always works that meme will always be hilarious jamal adams walking up to the was uh, that jamal adams yeah to the jets facility and his my car don't work his key (laughs) code didn't work um Speaking of the Jets, shout out to Quentin Williams. Four-year, $96 million contract extension today. $66 million guaranteed from the New York Jets. So the 25-year-old who was spectacular last year in the middle for the Jets now has a new deal going forward. Last year had 12 sacks. His first three years combined had 15 and a half sacks. And of course, he was a first team all pro and pro bowler last year and really was a dominant force in the middle for the New York Jets. Lock it up. Young guy, elite talent, lock it up. The way this is going for the Jets, they're going to have several guys to pay in the coming years between Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, who for a lot of people already considered the best corner in the in the NFL with all due respect to Patrick Sertan, who I do believe is the best corner in the league right now. Um, Brees Hall, if he has a bounce back year, could be seeing a payday in the next couple of years as well. Um, the talented running back, who, of course, is formerly at Iowa State. So, yeah, the Jets, uh, they're going to be having to pay some guys here not too not too long from now. Woody Johnson got it. He good for it. Spend that money, baby. <laughs> he does have quite a bit of money. Uh, to be able to handle it. Of course, Aaron Rodgers getting paid over $50 million this upcoming season to, of course, be the quarterback for the New York Jets. Uh, From the 214, Reg Casey, shout out to me. Five years later, I finally had my official first date 
with the one. Ooh. We both had a fantastic time at the concert in Rockwall. Well, congratulations. Is that our, our guy Jagon and Terrell? I hope it is. I hope she is indeed the one, my man. I hope so too. <laughs> That's right. That's that same Quentin Williams who blank uh bless and thanked himself uh after sneezing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sometimes you gotta take care of yourself. Don't wait on other people. Sometimes you can, you Ooh, can handle your own word. business. That's you know a what I mean? word right there. Don't wait on others to bless you. You bless yourself. Mm. Mm. That's a word. I felt the spirit. That, that, that felt good in my spirit right mm. there. Don't wait on others to bless you. Bless yourself. Okay. That felt good in my spirit. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey. <laughs> Can I get an amen? All right. <laughs> Let the church say amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor. <laughs> turn to your neighbor and say neighbor. Neighbor. Don't wait. <laughs> For someone else he got a you. blessing with your name on it. Bless yourself. All right. <laughs> Turn to your other neighbor. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. He got a blessing with your name on it. As we take it to church on this uh, Thursday night. Weird. <laughs> we done done four days and we're already acting up. Acting a, up. A fool. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, we'll be back, though, on, uh, on Wednesday. We'll be back on Wednesday, though. That's for sure. Uh, shout out to Christian Pulisic. I hope it works out for him AC Milan. It didn't work out in Chelsea. Yo, um, yo. By the way, uh, Jeffrey, do you have thoughts on Christian Pulisic moving over to uh, AC Milan now that he's out of the uh, the EPL now? Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was in a tough situation with Chelsea. You know, multiple opportunities under multiple coaches. Uh, he was strong in his first season, then it just kind of dipped. Um, so, I think this is a great opportunity for him to kind of restart his uh, restart his career a little bit. Um, you know, there's talks of AC Milan bringing bring in, bring in uh, Fuller and Balogun as well, which would have link up American connection there. All right, good for building that for the U.S. men's national team. It'll be good forward. for him because I mean, obviously, you, you can't really do much about the injuries, but like, man, EPL is a lot more physical than you'll have in uh in Syria, so I think that'll be good for him as well. Just different place. Um, so yeah, shout out to that man. Um, obviously, I think you're more interested in the idea that Onana. Coming to Old Trafford. It sounds like it's imminent right it's now. Happen. So. No, but there's so many people that are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, Manchester United is looking for a new uh, a new goalkeeper after 12 years. David De Gea moving on. I hope he go gets his Saudi money or something. It's so wild that he was the last connection to Sir Alex Ferguson. The la- very last connection. Time moves on, man. Man, time moves on. It reminds me of my favorite Manchester United player of all time. My personal favorite. Who is? Rio Ferdinand. Good selection. Yeah. It's a good selection. Ferdinand was a constant for me. Loved him. Uh, those are some of your headlines here on this Thursday night on the Get Right or Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. I feel like we do- discussed a whole bunch of headlines before the show, and I don't remember which ones we were supposed to get to. But you always do a great job of getting to them anyways. Oh, no, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Uh, it's been a busy week, uh, pretty much more so off the field. You got, like I said, Big 12 Media Days has been a thing here, of course, at AT&T Stadium. I didn't even really tap in today. Oh, um, you, uh, you wasn't, yeah, you wasn't really there? Nah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't figure out what was happening. I know that Chris Kleiman, head coach at K-State, talked. But you know what? It's Media Days. Like, the, the more important or the more silly things will find their way to me. I'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, there is still plenty of get to, of course. Yeah, the one thing that we did talk about earlier, um, 
obviously with the whole Richard Sherman deal and what that. Oh, that's right. That was one of the things. Yeah. Oh, this is the one I did want to get to before we go to break. So speaking of soccer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your man Lionel Messi apparently was spotted at a local Publix in Miami. Oh, so he's getting the lay of land. He was just like, you know what? I need to try the, the local cuisine. And they were like, first of all, go get your chicken tender sub from Publix. <laughs> oh, he was getting real groceries. Yeah, he was real life shopping. Why are you shopping for yourself? He's a man of the people. He shouldn't be. Wow. You got too much money to be a man of the people, dog. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Miami said they have an announcement on Sunday. I wonder what that oh, could be about. Well, actually, you know what, you know what some of it go. is about? Because they basically play on in a stadium that looks like a, a high school football stadium. Now, <laughs> a Texas high school football stadium, to be fair, but a high school football stadium nonetheless. So I think that they are actually upgrading some of their stands to obviously uh, accommodate for what is Absolutely. probably going to be a swell of, uh, of visitors to their stadium when Lionel Messi takes the, the pitch. Why wouldn't they just play at Hard Rock Stadium? They actually play in Fort Lauderdale, I think. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually visited the stadium while it was in construction. Did it oh, look really? like a high school football stadium? It looked like a whole lot of nothing at the time. <laughs> Still does. Still does. Um, but, yeah, I was surprised that they wouldn't, um, you know, play at Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play. If there's going to be this much more popularity because they, the I mean, Messi it's coming. a soccer-specific stadium. It's it is their stadium. It's just not a giant one. Yeah. Plus, up until now, being the worst team in the league, they couldn't really justify playing. Great kids, though. Beautiful kids. There is an article out. Um, I don't know if it's the Athletic or somewhere else, but basically, it details David Beckham's arrival over here and the contract that he negotiated and how that contract led to this moment. Yeah. That we're about to see with Messi joining uh, Inter-Miami and what that looked like and how it all came together. Because for those that don't know, David Beckham is, I don't know if he's the lead uh, in when it comes to like the ownership group, but he is one in the ownership group for Inter-Miami. So I think that's when he came over, he probably got some language that said that he would have some level of ownership stake or something that led to Inter-Miami, which ultimately leads to Lionel Messi. At one point, and I don't want to say still, but at one point, Greatest footballer in the world, soccer player, I guess. Most and, popular one, for sure. And now he plays in America. From the 204, y'all talked about the kickoff of Major League Cricket in Grand Prairie tonight? I did not know about this. I'm like, sorry? I, cricket is one of those sports that, like, I'm, I'm, look, I talk sports for a living, and I'm a sports sicko. I think you guys know this. Um, I, that's the one sport that's been real tough for me to figure out. I'm not talking about getting into I'm talking about figure out and, like, understand the rules. And so I've been like, I have, you know, friends that are like, yo, you know, cricket's coming to the DFW and all that. And I was like, all right, cool. Like maybe go to a game, see if that'll help. And now I'm going to be mad at some friends because didn't nobody notify me Yeah, that cricket was officially like, this has been years in the making um, that Major League Cricket was coming to Grand Prairie. And so shout out to those who made it out to Grand Prairie to watch Major League Cricket or anybody who might be interested in uh, figuring out what the, I'm hoping it's T20 because don't tell me it's test cricket. We don't be there forever. That probably means nothing to you, KG. Yeah, I'm sorry. It went over my head. It's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sitting there on the Major League Cricket website. This is um, it's a lot. There's a lot here. This is fairly elaborate. Uh, but, yeah, I did not realize Major League Cricket in Grand Prairie. Well, shout out to the to the cricket. <laughs> yep, I said that. Let's go out on that. That's the, We're not topping <laughs> that. Shout out to the cricket. They're the Texas Super Kings. Is that their name? Oh, yeah. 
Super Kings. The Texas Super Kings. When Kings is not enough, they you took make them super. Oh, they took on the uh, Los Angeles Knight Riders. They got kid out there. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna try and not be a jerk about the names. Oh, you, do you know the names of these teams? Only two. Only the two that you just said. So you got the Texas Super Kings. Uh huh. The Los Angeles Knight Riders. Sure, I guess. The San Francisco Unicorns. Fantastic. No the, notes. The Seattle Orcas. I'm with it. The Washington Freedom. Boo. Boo. And. Boo, um, that stinks. What is this? Uh, me, New York. M.I. New York. I'm, I guess I'm going to go with me, New York. But those are the those are the teams of the super or the major league cricket. Very good. All right. Congratulations. Fantastic. <laughs> it's the get right. The Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next. It's list week, baby. Oh, yeah. And we're trying to finish it out with our list week recap. We'll do it next on 105 through the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Jeffrey Carroll holding it down for here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation where we learned that Major League Cricket is a thing. It is. With actual teams. Mm-hmm. That's some and it's in the DFW. That's, so that means it's a hometown team, which means we need to figure out how to support. Um, just another thing to stop down on when it comes to sports. You sound you sound so excited. You know better than anybody working in this industry. You as t- you said that you sounded so tired, you got tired real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the the job of working in sports is so amazing and it's so cool, and there's so many different aspects and avenues to it that people can get involved in and to make their own name and brand for themselves, as we've seen. Throughout the course of the last several years, you know, with having the social media and YouTube and all those other things. But there are so many damn sports to try and keep some level and measure of bandwidth on that you're going to forget a thing or two. And I have found myself, much like you have at times, I'm sure, picking and choosing what I'm going to dedicate some of my bandwidth to versus some of the other things that I just simply like, all right, y'all got that. Y'all got it. Um, and being able to do this at a very high level. So, hey, man, love sports. But, man, there's a lot of it out there. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much there's out so there. so much sports. I just, yeah, no, and, I hear you. And yet, we have weeks like this 
Where the list there's not there's not a lot of sports. Exactly. There's not a lot. <laughs> exactly. Uh this week has been a lot of fun for us. Hopefully you've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, whether it be on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam, on YouTube as well for 105 through the fan and on the text line. Uh eight seven seven eighty one one oh five three and the listeners on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Our list week recap here. Yeah, so we've apparently gone through seven lists that we have put under the terms. Oh yeah. This week, baby. Um, <laughs> so how do we want to do this? Do we want to kind of get our takeaways from the list, or do we want to like rank the lists? What do you think? Okay, real quick. Okay, because every time I hear you sing that, it makes me think of that song. Listen, baby. Oh, now ain't no mountain. Yeah, high. when you sing, ain't no valley low. Ain't no river wide enough, baby. No, it's actually probably from a, I don't know, a, a viral video. And there are cusses in there, so I can't say what okay, they said. Good. Okay, good. We like our jobs here. Are you going to power Sleep no, baby. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I, like how you, I like how you went up with the no, with the with the bleep. <laughs> like that was, that's what you decided to do there. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's uh-huh. the reference. That's if good. anybody knows the reference. Um. All right, so there's seven lists, two of them we did today, uh, which are, you know, who who will get the most or how would the touches fall to get fall uh, out in certain crowded groups? We talked about the Cowboys tight end group there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about some, quote, realistic, close quote, NBA trades. We talked about uh, one summer concern for each NFL team and mm-hmm. the concern for your Cowboys. We did the NFC contender tier, which was fun. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, we talked about one breakout candidate for each NFL team for the Cowboys. I think our was was there offense or defense or was it just the one? For which one? One breakout candidate for each team. Um, I think that one was Sam Williams. Yeah, Sam Williams for the Cowboys. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Pete Prisco's NFL top one hundred. Nasty work. <laughs> you, what's hilarious about the top one hundred is that you were in on it. I was early. You were like top four, exactly how I'd pick them. You know, okay, I kind of see where you're going there. And then for some reason, it the was list. like down in the 80s and 90s that you were like, I'm out. No, it got, it started getting wild at number 48 with CD Lamb sitting there. Like, what? I'm about a top 10 wide receiver and well within the top 10 after the year that he had last year. Okay, so that's probably not going to be your favorite. And then no. the, the, I think the only other one that we did on Monday, which was the top 10 most intriguing players. In the NFL this upcoming season. Yes. Oh, you remember that one vividly. Yeah, because Kyler Murray was up there at the time. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Um. So, now, of these seven lists that we uh, did during list week, which of these, like, do you have the most fond memories of? Which one did you feel uh, we did the best? I don't know. However you want to however you want to articulate that. But which one jumps out to you? Um. I'll start with, let's see here. Uh, let's go with the NFC contenders tier. Cause I, I remember vividly you were feeling that one. Like you like the names of the, the tiers themselves. It was a good list. Yeah. And even your Seattle Seahawks is in there, you know. I like how they're my Seattle Seahawks just because I identified the idea that y'all was too low on Geno Smith. Now don't don't do that. Like Don't do what? Like, you know, Geno Smith has been out here tearing it up. 
and we was out here just, you know, underrating him. He don't have to be tearing it up for y'all to be going too far and talking about how he was bad. And I was like, he, he's not he bad. He's better than y'all realize. To taking it too far. And that I just wanted to let you know he didn't get you to anything. Yes, because no, he the didn't. best moment of his career was getting punched in the face by some That's dude. That's not true. By I.K.E. Kampali. That was actually pretty close. I can then follow him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was close. Oh, thanks. Good. Thanks. Uh, no, it's not the best moment. It's just like the most notable. Um, <laughs> those are not the same thing. Those are different words and you know it. What was the best moment of Geno Smith's career? Uh, the one time he started for Eli Manning? No, he was he was better than that. Now, this is the thing. He was like, <laughs> that should probably told you something. That they was like, yeah, get Geno out here instead of Eli. And oh, so you saying reason- Ben McAdoo was vindicated? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But um, it what was uh, I used to have the stats off the top of my head of that last game of the what was that, fifteen or fourteen season before he ended up getting his jaw broken uh, in preseason the year before or the year next year. I think he had like three touchdowns and everything. Like he, he did go ham on somebody in one st- game. The the end of that jet season, he was starting to put it all together, right? And then the next year, he was supposed to be the quarterback. They had Brandon Marshall. They had things. And then he got his jaw broke because <laughs> he was talking a little crazy, to be fair. He was talking fair. crazy. <laughs> he got his jaw broken and threw his whole thing off. And then he didn't get a chance to be a starting quarterback for real again until the Seattle Seahawks. And all I was telling y'all was, he's not as bad as you're trying to make him out to be. And he but, wasn't. But we didn't think he was going to have the kind of season that he wound up having. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, but uh, with the NFC contenders tier, was there anything in particular? Uh, yeah, it was obviously the Cowboys were in the top contenders with the Eagles mm-hmm. and the Niners. If that kind of fell the way that we thought it would, I thought it was a well constructed list. I love the fact that the Cardinals had their own singular tier by themselves. That's you know what? That was great work. I love it. I love it when a list can single single someone out. You know, get, just have a moment that makes you laugh and be accurate. That's a great point. All right, so that was the NFC contenders tier. Uh, I guess you want to talk about the NFL top 10, top one hundred. Uh, it, it was trash. <laughs> Not trash. Like, it just devolved into a list. It's like, this don't make any sense. Uh, some of the names that were. In it's fact, so hard to do a, a hundred a top 100 list, though. Well, how does a guy in Jalen Hurts, who was, what, second in MVP voting to Patrick Mahomes, not be a top 50 player? Jalen Hurts, I believe, came in at number 51 on Pete Prisco's list. 31. Or, or Oh, that's right. He was, he was outside the top 30. So you say he came in at 31? Right after Derrick Henry. That's right. Like, come on, man. The dude who finished second in the league in MVP voting. Two spots behind Aaron Rodgers. Was second in the league in MVP voting. How is that not a top 30 player? How is that not a top 20 player in the NFL going into? (laughs) Here's what's even wilder about the list. You can make the argument that Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC right now. That at minimum should get you into the top, what, 15? Well, let's see. Who was the highest uh, ranked NFC quarterback? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm still going. Not seeing it. We done 17, 18, 19, 20. It wasn't one. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think he was indeed the highest. Uh, yeah, I think he might be the highest NFC quarter. He is. Now, come on, man. That's ridiculous. That's utterly ridiculous. That a dude who finished that high and played in the ball out in the Super Bowl is not a top twenty player in the NFL. The list is ridiculous. Shout out to the nine hundred three who remembers Geno Smith at, at uh, West Virginia. That boy was hooping. He was football hooping. Please understand. Yeah, he was. All right, so that was a couple of the lists. Uh, any other other lists that? Well, you definitely didn't like the realistic NBA trades that we did today. 
It was cool until we got to that, you know. To the, to the Mavs one? To the Mavs one. Until it got a little too close to home? <laughs> Way too close uh, to home. But as I started to think about it, I was like, hmm, maybe that is kind of an interesting trade. It is an interesting trade. I just don't know that it answers the questions necessarily that you want. But, hey, it's like, hey. That's a lot to give up for Carl Anthony Towns. You know, You know what that trade, and just for those, if you might not have been listening earlier, the the potential trade that could, not not necessarily that could happen, but like, hey, this is something that yeah. maybe you could you could work out. Carl Anthony Towns to the Mavs. Right. You send out, it was what, THJ. Mm-hmm. Christian Wood. Christian and Wood in a sign and trade. And then a first round pick and Jaden Hardy. Yeah, your 27 first rounder and Jaden Hardy. That would be a test if this Mavs organization was still uh, like name hunting if they were still looking for stars because that's yeah. that's an that's an acquisition that's like yo we got stars we got a big three let's go as opposed to like we're trying to necessarily find the perfect match with uh play style you know what I mean and the other part is <laughs> you're stuck with those three guys pretty much with Luca Kyrie and Carl Anthony Towns because of all the money you're gonna be paying those three but. A lineup of Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Grant Williams, and Carl Anthony Towns. You're going to score a lot of points. You're going to play a little bit better defense now that Grant Williams is in that lineup. And then your sixth man coming off the bench will be Seth Curry with Maxi Kleba. And I guess in this case, um, who else is still around in that particular case? Oof. Seth, Maxi, will be your first two off the bench. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I mean, Seth, oh, Dwight Maxie, Powell, brother, he comes off the bench. Rashawn Holmes comes off the bench. Just all the bigs. You just gonna play big? Well, you got undersized bigs in that case. Small. How are you simultaneously playing a big lineup and a small lineup? <laughs> oh man! All right, how about the uh, the one summer concern for each team? Do you remember what the concern was for the Cowboys? Um, <laughs> sorry, Medford's listening. What do you say? He said, "If the Mavericks trade for Carl Anthony Towns, I will shave my head in anger." See, this is what I don't get about those types of bets. What do you get? Like you gained nothing. All you did was set yourself up to Commit- have to do some commitment. For for who? Commitment to what? He's just about it, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it was. He'd probably be more upset because he'd have to see a certain person. You know, sitting in the stands every single night that he would be furious to see because, you know, he wouldn't have the chance to be. Yeah, but you'd have a center that could shoot threes. Apparently the greatest big man, shooting big man of all time. We really got to stop saying that. We really got because I know there's someone out there that's mad. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Cowboys, what happens at left guard was the one question for right this summer. I think that's going to be the biggest question uh, on this offense other than. And Gregory got it right. Left guard is a huge need for the Cowboys. You're right. Then the uh, probably the running back. Situation. If I had to go in order, it would be the left guard spot, who's going to be the left guard, and then who in the world is going to back up Tony Pollard. I think we were talking about this earlier, and we were kind of talking about it in the Twitch. I think I might just be, like, undervaluing what Ronald Jones Jones is ultimately going to bring. I don't think so. Like, I know that we were talking about it with Dave earlier in the week, and he was like, yo, Ronald Jones only had 17 carries last year, and that is factually accurate. Like, he, but. Yeah. I wonder if, you know, this place will utilize him more and he'll obviously he's not going to be I think it's going to be Tony Pollard as the feature back, but now you need people to spell him. And I think that Ronald Jones is probably going to serve 
decent enough when it comes to spelling him. And so I, I might just be undervaluing what that spelling is actually going to be. Remind me of that fullback that they signed they gave that, you know, guaranteed money to uh, the you Cowboys. Ask, I'm not going to lie. You're asking the wrong person. I'm, I really do apologize because Cause you, I feel you like, said fullback and my eyes glazed over. Well, you know that McCarthy loves his – his, uh, he does like fullbacks. His fullbacks, he? and they gave—I can't believe that his name is escaping me. Uh, Hunter Lepke, Lepke. Is that, is that yeah, him? Yeah. Okay. Um, he may figure into this offense as far as being a lead. You know, a lead blocking back. Uh, that's right. Two one four. I was referring to Jordan Woods, and Medford would lose his damn mind every time. Carl Anthony Towns set foot on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, Hunter Lumpke. Lumpke. Apologies to that man. We probably sorry to that man. Uh, all right, only a couple more. We talked about the most intriguing players. Did you care for that list? Did that hit you anywhere? We uh, there were a couple of intriguing players on that list. Uh, Russell Wilson was on that list, and I'm wildly fascinated in whether or not Sean Payton can fix him uh, to make that much more competitive in the AFC West. Because right wow. now it's the Chiefs and everybody else. Wow. No love for the for the Chargers. Hell no. Okay, cool. Um, that's we. They'll be fun to watch offensively, but we, do you take them seriously as an AFC contender? Not sure yet. TBD. Um, all right. What else do we have? I mean, we had the we talked about the breakout candidate. Well, let's give a little more love to Sam Williams because, like, that's basically what that was. Like, yo, Sam Williams with enough snaps has an opportunity to do something. Right, that was basically the the tenor of the conversation. I mean, second on the team in tackles for loss had ten last year, and looks to have that much more of a prominent role. One of my favorite things of this offseason, when I had a chance to attend practice uh, early this offseason, was watching Sam Williams and Micah Parsons work together off yeah. to the side, doing like hand fighting drills. Like you could tell that Micah is you know taking Sam Williams kind of under his wing a little bit, and Williams looks like he's has the chance to have a breakout a breakout year. And Parsons even talked about it. He's like, look, man, if you want this job, go get it. Right. Uh, and Sam Williams seems like he's the kind of player that would take that to heart and try to make it happen. So I'm excited to see what his growth looks like uh, for this Cowboys defense. Just another weapon for Dan Quinn this upcoming season. That's that's the biggest thing. Dan Quinn is like a dude that we trust and I know he's salivating for this season. So the idea is like just get the more tools that you give him, the more things that he has an opportunity to utilize and we yeah. know we trust him to utilize those things well. And then mm-hmm. finally is the last one we did which is like, you know, how the touches are going to fall in the crowded groups and as it pertains locally, it was about the Dallas Cowboys tight ends. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we're 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 confident enough in basically all of them, you know, Ferger, Jake Ferguson yeah, Luke Schoonmaker, and then um, also Peyton Hendershot. Mm-hmm. Sean McEwen, I think it's more the coaching staff has a lot of confidence in him, so we in turn are like, cool. But yeah. I don't think we came to a place where one guy is going to stand out above the rest, and if it is, it's probably Jake Ferguson. I hope it's Ferguson. Uh, that would be my three questions offensively in order. Left guard, who's playing left guard? Yeah. Who's going to back up Tony Pollard and take the reins of that backup running back job? And then three, which of these tight ends takes the reins as the number one guy? And if Jake Ferguson is the guy to do it. Do you feel like there has to be a singular or do you think it it could work if there's a couple of them that are? I would like for Jake Ferguson to kind of take the reins of that job, because if you got a guy in Travis Kelsey, you know, comparing, you know, you to himself, uh, that's um, lofty expectations. And we've seen flashes of it. And hopefully he can 
live up to some of that. And Dak and Ferguson developed that continuity together uh, the way that he and Schultz had it for right. so many years. From the 903, deuce, 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 breakout. Look, man, won't nobody be happier than me That's if right. that happens. So I, I'm with you. And from the 903, are y'all going to Oxnard? The station is. Sean and RJ, KNC Masterpiece, This is G-Bag your- Nation will all be in Oxnard 13 days from now, basically. Yes, this is your one-time announcement. Yes, no, the Get Right will not be in Oxnard. But yes, our other shows, Sean and RJ, KNC, and G-Bag will be in California in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that was basically our list week. That Ooh, was yeah. that was a list week, baby. We, Ooh, we covered yeah. all, all of those things over the course of four days um, to make content. But also, I think we we, we talked about I some had interesting fun with things. Them. Yeah. I thought it was a great concept, uh, given what this time of the year represents content-wise. It's final call next on the Get Right. Final time here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yes, sir. Appreciate all the hard work tonight of Jeffrey Carroll here on this episode of the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. If you miss anything during our four-hour show, you get the rewind button on the Odyssey app. And you can listen to any segment anytime on demand for our show. You can go to 105throughthefan.com also. Go to the Get Right Podcast page. And you can listen to any episode anytime on demand for our show. You can follow us on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula. I want to thank our guests who joined us on our show tonight as well. Vodge Lombardi of The Volume, Matt Hicks, Rangers play-by-play man. As the Rangers get back on the diamond tomorrow, against the Guardians of the AL Central, and Bobby Corella of Mavs.com for joining us here as well. Appreciate all those gentlemen for hanging Great out. Great conversations with. today. Yeah, had a lot yeah, of fun man. with those gentlemen uh, on this Thursday night. It's been a lot of fun getting back into the seat this week, uh, four times, in fact, here on the Get Right. Reg will be back on the KNC Masterpiece. Uh, actually, oh, he will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you, you got that worked out? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can uh, listen to the stylings of Reginald Attitude alongside Corey Majors, Kevin Hanglin, Mike Bassick on the Kansas City Masterpiece beginning at 10 a.m. And, of course, Sean and RJ will get your Friday morning started off at 5.30 a.m. to lead you into your weekend. G-Bag Nation will be at Globe Life Field uh, tomorrow evening as they welcome home your AL West leading Texas Rangers tomorrow evening uh game excuse me pregame begins at 6 30 here on 105.3 the fan so final call here on the get right before we get out of here on this thursday night shout out to philip rivers philip rivers uh and his wife because they are about to they have they're expecting another one aren't they expecting their 10th child leave her alone to which I say, leave her alone. At some point, you got to stop starting over, right? Leave her alone. So he's got he's one kid short of having an entire starting offensive offensive unit. So, um, congratulations to the Rivers family as they are expecting their tenth child. <laughs> I'm the two one four Antonio Cromartie here. Rookie numbers. I mean, really? That's a- I be forgetting how many kids Antonio Cromartie had. And I did I was it with you that I googled that recently? What's that? 
How many kids Antonio Cromartie had? Maybe like 12, 13 kids, something like that. It's a lot. Let's do it again. Something absurd like that. Yes, 214, we did see uh, the picture of Lionel Messi at a local Publix in Florida. Uh, Shout out to Messi. 14 kids, eight different women. Shout out to the man. Fertile. By eight different women? I I always feel weird reading that part because it feels like I'm casting judgment. It's just like the fact of it. I'm just thinking about just the, the sheer numbers and how much you got to keep up with. Like that's that's a yeah no you're, that's you're a hell of a calendar playing zone coverage. Um, <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo-hoo. laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was good. I mean, that's just the common like uh, was that parent joke because they're like once once uh, the family has the third child, they're like we went from playing man to playing zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of expecting a child, shout out to our man Dalton Miller. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see that? I didn't. I need to, I need yeah. to send congratulations to my boy. Yeah, Dalton Miller about to be a daddy here. He'll be waking up here in a few hours. That's right. Uh, not too long from now. So shout out to our guy Dalton B. Miller, who also was named an NFL analyst for the uh, Pro Football Network uh, in his in official capacity there. Man, everybody getting pregnant because uh, Mina Kimes basically used the SBs to <laughs> surprise. Yeah, surprise child. Uh, yep. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna be a a daddy in December. So shout out to uh, our man Dalton B. Miller. And finally, I want to make sure I get this in. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to uh, Jess Navarez. Yes, the homie. Yeah, she's gonna be the new beat reporter for the Pro Football Network. Uh, she's gonna be on the Dallas Cowboys beat for. A, a terrific group of uh, individuals and writers there. That includes uh, Arif Hassan, who's covering the Minnesota Vikings for a Pro Football Network. Terrific writer. Yeah. Formerly of The Athletic. Um, Trey Wingo and Adam Kaplan, formerly both of ESPN, of course. Uh, they are a part of the Pro Football Network. But, yeah, Jess okay, Navarez. Pro Football Network, I see you trying to get some yeah. talent in here. So, hey, congratulations, Jess. Love to see it. Love to see it. So happy for you and your success. Puts in great work. Lots lots of effort, and I'm sure she'll do incredible Cowboys coverage. Even better person. One of the nicest person people I've ever met. Again, appreciate my man, Jeffrey Carroll. Thank you, sir, for your hard work on this Thursday night. Wednesday is when you can hear, expect to hear us on these airwaves again in this iteration. For Reginald Atatula, my partner, my name is Kevin Gray. It's been the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through 10. Y'all be good. I'm better at life than you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.